0: Get This podcast is brought to you by ProPhotoGo.com, professional photography on demand. Use coupon code THIS to get 10% off your professional photo session. So whether you need new headshots, or you have a big event coming up, an engagement, a wedding, you name it, or let's say you just want new photos so you can look snazzy on social media, ProfotoGo is professional photography on demand. Use coupon code GETTHIS and get 10% off. Go to Prophotogo.com. The Get This podcast is also brought to you by WP Engine, the best WordPress hosting available. People who know me know I build enterprise-level WordPress websites that reach millions of people a year. And it's important that those sites live at a host that is secure, fast, and offers the kind of support you need. and I can't recommend WP Engine enough. I use them exclusively and recommend them to all of my clients. Get 10% off your first year of exceptional hosting for your WordPress website. Go to getthispodcast.com slash WordPress, and that will trigger the 10% off coupon. Again, it's getthispodcast.com slash WordPress. Hey everybody, it's Kevin Kautzman with the podcast Get This, coming to you live to tape from upstate Manhattan, Washington Heights, and I'm joined today by my co-host, Jose Ignacio Gomez, the one and only. Right, and we, <laughs> <laughs> and we it, it's uh, August 7th in the Foul Year of Our Lord 2019, and I'm introducing Ariel Haller Silverstone. Hey Ariel, how are hey, you? Hey,
1: I'm good. How are you?
0: I'm super good.
1: This good. Tr-
0: yeah, trying to trying to have a chill day up here, uh, here in Washington Heights. Yeah. Love it. And what are love what are we going to talk about today?
1: So I am in addition to being an actor, I am a voice, speech, and presence coach uh, for actors and for executives and for all kinds of people. So I think that we're going to talk a little bit about that work.
0: All right, and and this is the show about things people love. So things
1: people love. Yeah. yeah.
0: So we're gonna. What do you love about it?
1: So I love so. You know, what's interesting is I never thought that I would do anything to even remotely do with this stuff. I used to hate voice work. I know, Jose, you went to acting school. And Mm -hmm. um, I was – I had an amazing experience at Michael Howard Studios where I trained. But I never truly connected to voice work in the way that I saw other people were in, like, their conservatories and stuff like that. And it wasn't until I met Patsy Rodenberg, who um, teaches at Michael Howard, and I did these workshops with her. She totally transformed my life. And I realized how important the voice and the body and the breath were to feeling connected to people, to presence, whether you're acting or beyond. And I totally fell in love with her methodology. Um, And at Michael Howard, I trained to become one of her registered Rodenberg teachers, which is what I'm now doing.
0: Right, great, and it, of course you bring it right to the podcast.
1: Yeah, it's I all, bring it right to the podcast. You're
0: you're ready. I can see you're doing little breath things. Right. So I, you yeah, know, yeah, I'm, yeah. Gonna, I'm gonna try and lean around the big black mic and, I know. and pay attention. Around the breath, breath. Yeah, it'll breath. be a, yeah, yeah free that, lesson. Totally.
2: That's something after school I haven't been practicing. I'm being kind <laughs> yeah. of lazy with that, and it's actually yeah, it's it's very important. You don't really understand it, but yeah, through time you get you know to accumulate that tension all the time, yeah. and it's not good.
1: It's not good. Why isn't yeah. it good? Why do you think it's not good?
2: <sighs> uh, in my case, it's because whenever I work them in a in a in an audition or anything I need to do, I need to do acting-wise, then I'm not relaxed, and it takes me like ten more times to relax myself, and and that like process, if, even though I I know how to control and relax myself, but it creates some kind of other tension mentally because yeah. I'm not ready right away.
1: So it's interesting is that I Somewhere. totally hear what you're saying. Yeah. And yeah. I hear that kind of stuff all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, you get into a public speaking experience. You get into an audition. Mm-hmm. You're like, I'm ready to go. Like, I've got years and years of training behind me. Mm-hmm. I'm a professional actor. I'm, I'm an, an executive. Expert. I'm an expert. Yeah. And then you get into the audition room, right, or you're in the waiting room, and you're like, <gasps> oh, my gosh, right? So what Patsy talks about is not actually relaxation, which I mm-hmm. think is – I, I appreciate relaxation in a lot of ways. I think it's helpful before you're going to bed. But I haven't actually ever met an actor or somebody who's powerful who's relaxed. I don't think that's a real <laughs> thing, right? I don't right. think, like, especially yeah. in New York City. I don't think we're walking around, you know, the streets of NYC saying, man, I'm just going to really <sighs> oh, yeah. relax here, oh, right?
0: Yeah. right? It's also not yeah. totally
1: conducive to our survival as people. If we're, like, relaxed in the wild, you know, you're going to have an animal like it's over for you. You know what I yeah, mean?
2: I, I hear you. I mean... I mean to tell you the truth, I have seen actors like that, but if I am not mistaken, all of those actors are already already have like a great career and they're super famous. And uh, for example, I saw Lion Neeson one time at the actors studio yeah. at the tapings. And I have seen many other actors like that, like at that category, that but with him it's like he was like solid as a rock sitting on that chair. Yeah. And he was really taking his time for every word to say everything the way. So, yeah,
1: I don't think that's relaxation, though. What I would argue is that that's release. And that's what Patsy would say, I think. I don't want to speak for her. But I would say that what we are talking about is we're talking about release of the body, right? So releasing the tension that you don't need grounding the breath, so you're experiencing that grounding right. and then getting the voice out, which might seem like relaxation, it might mm. seem, but it would, it's really is that groundedness mm-hmm. that you're talking about. Mm-hmm. That's what you want to capture in, in this kind yeah. of work. And that's and what maybe, all the stars are doing. maybe it
2: comes with the confidence and all of that. I right, think
1: it yeah. comes with presence. presence. And what Patsy talks okay. about, she talks about these three circles of presence, right? So the all first right. circle of presence is, it's very internal, sort of, you can hear it in my voice a little bit. I'm just like a little bit off voice. Just sort of right here, you know. Mm-hmm. And then she talks, she also talks about a third circle presence, which is really overpowering, mm-hmm. you know, a little Trumpian, if I may, right?
0: <laughs> but a little, <laughs> a little. Oh, that, uh, five minutes. I know, right? Yeah, I know. I'm not going to get into minutes. it. I'm not going to get into it. Okay. But a lot
1: of, it's a lot of politicians are right here, uh-huh. you know. Mm-hmm. And, and that's, that's also not so effective. So what I think you're talking about okay. and what Patsy would say is that Liam Neeson and a lot of these amazing actors that we look up to are in second circle presence. Well, that second circle presence is that you feel that you're talking with people, not at people, right? You're having a really connected experience with them, so you feel—I mean, so you feel that you're a part of whatever that experience is, whether that's the theater, whether that's in a boardroom, whether that's in an interview, whatever that is, you're present in that moment, and that's what I think you're talking about.
2: Oh, right, yeah, no, no, and fascinating with everything you're saying. Yeah, I'm very open to everything. It's you're cool, saying. right?
1: I, and I love yeah, it, yeah, it's Patsy Rodenberg. Yeah, All right, she's the best. Wow.
0: So obviously the goal is to uh, find techniques uh, develop techniques to get to that second level presence
1: yeah mm-hmm. so um, she's got an amazing book called Second Circle that right. I highly right. recommend everybody read okay um, but yeah what you always want to think about right is how is your authentic self right it's how your is that second circle presence mm-hmm. right is it it's your authentic voice it's your authentic breath it's your authentic body bringing mm-hmm. all of those things to whatever. Experience that might be, and that might that might seem like oh, super confident because it is right. It's mm. confidence in in that yeah. experience in yeah. that body, but it's more than that. It's you, and that's what people are really looking for, and that's what I work on with people to develop those kinds of techniques. And,
2: and that is exactly what I think every actor should just really search for and really yeah. nurture. Because for me, is I've been looking for that all my life as a person and as an well, of course an totally. actor because it's part of. I've been doing it for twenty years since I started, you know, having a screen in my hands. But that's for me. That's being the search, like who I am, what's my, what is my voice, what does that really mean?
1: What does it mean? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah,
2: and even mm. even two days ago, I was just playing a song on the guitar. I don't remember the name of the man. Well, it's one of those silly romantic songs that is out oh, from Rock Set. And I was just making the course, but I was just really using my voice like whispering. Yeah. Like nothing. And I love that because it kind of brings you in there. And with no effort, it's like, this is my voice.
1: This is you my know? voice, right?
2: Um, but I never heard, heard it from anybody till this moment right now. I mean, I know that information is out there or people have that kind of knowledge. But right now I feel like I'm
0: I need this guide. Yeah. <laughs> I need I mean, to I need to read this yeah, book. She's amazing. Yeah, that's awesome. Quick sell. Uh yeah. That's yeah. yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. And really I, into yeah. it. Yeah, I wanna hear more.
1: Oh great! Well, yeah, yeah, <laughs> I please. want to tell you more. No, yeah, yeah. I think it's you know I think every person can benefit from it. You know I hear so many times what you're saying is I've been an actor for 20 years. I've been an actor for 25 years. I've been you know an entrepreneur for 15 years. I've run a multi-million dollar business <laughs> for yeah. a thousand years, and we're all talking about the same stuff. We're all talking about feeling that we're not authentic in our voices and in our bodies and in our breath, and it's really really hard. Because sometimes – and Patsy talks about this, which I think is really cool. You know, she talks about being rewarded for the habits that are not necessarily, you know, serving your most authentic person. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know, Uh so you get rewarded for your shtick or you get rewarded Mm -hmm. for something Mm -hmm. that's not necessarily who you are. And you want to sort of explain that to people or you want to have like, wait, no, let me tell you, you know, and no one gives you that opportunity, you know. But I think that the only way to survive, I personally feel that the only way to survive in your craft, whether that be, again, acting or whatever it is, maybe in your life, is to figure out how to use your authentic self, how to use your authentic voice, how to use your authentic presence, because if you keep putting this shit on Right. You know, I, I have so many clients who read, not actors, well, some actors, that's not true, but I have some actors who do this. But the majority of my clients who, they read these books, like uh, the executives I work with, they sure, read sure. these public speaking books mm-hmm. or they read these what to do books or they got, <laughs> yeah, right, yeah. The, like what, it's like what sure. to expect when you're expecting like a multi-million dollar business, you know, right. or what to do, how do you move your arms or hand, you know, whatever you're mm-hmm. going to do when right. you're speaking. Yeah. And it's a big problem. And the big problem with all of those books are not to degrade all of those books, is that it doesn't come from you. That's not generated from you, right? Mm-hmm. And that's very, very hard to sustain. Number one, and yeah. it also feels really shitty. You're a dog
0: learning <laughs> tricks. Totally at that point. And there's nothing wrong with a dog learning tricks, but we all know on some level, uh, well, anyway, we're we're humans. We don't want to just be a bag of tricks.
1: No, because and- the dog
0: will always have its essential dogness.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And yes, are tricks sometimes helpful, right? For are sure. There? Absolutely. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, we're actors, we know we're like, ooh, you know, we're like, oh, I'm just going to do that one thing that I know really works sometimes. And that's yeah. that's fine, right? Mm. That's okay. That's not bad. But But what's sustainable is not that. What's sustainable is you. And figuring out how to access that or figuring out if you have to be sort of different on some days and then you're able to like reset you know all mm-hmm. of that stuff it's really really important
2: yeah and um so what's the name of the out? the outer or the there again they, so patsy rodenberg
1: um patsy rodenberg. Rodenberg. patsy
0: rodenberg patsy
1: rodenberg all right. um do you want me to spell it no, uh, no weird? i think we can, no we're good okay people can
0: find that um, and is it Berg with a u or uh it's a eight? b-u-r-g G. got it yeah and yeah. she's
1: written three she's written a bunch of books and my right. favorite my favorite ones are the right to speak Speaking Shakespeare and Second Circle. Those are my favorite ones. Second Circle being my numero uno. And those three books. Those three books. And, and she's written their, more, I think. But, all right. Yeah. But
2: all of your knowledge through these is, is is through these three no, books? No,
1: so or, no. No, no, no. I trained with she her saying, directly.
0: Yeah, you she, trained, with, she her, trained yeah. with her. Yeah, yeah. And, and, so, and that comes uh, across. Can I just say too? Can you plug yourself right now? It's already early in the podcast, but oh. where can people find you? Because oh, obviously right. this is very interesting, and totally. you do this professionally. So
1: totally. Well, people who want to, you know, who want more Patsy Rodenberg, um, should go to Michael Howard Studios. She teaches exclusively there in New York City. She okay. teaches her registered Rodenberg teacher training, which is where I which is where I did the training um, over the course of 13 months, uh, which was one of the best experiences of my life. And I and Patsy comes to do workshops all the time. And she's really, I can't recommend her enough. Um, and then for me, you know, you can just, you can go on my website, arielhalersliverstone.com uh, to get any kinds of information uh, about my coaching, about my acting about whatever.
0: Yeah, we'll come back awesome. to that again at yeah. the end of the podcast. But I just figured, you know, since you, this is so explicitly something that you do, you know, yeah. for people who were in New York or or wherever, totally. yeah, I imagine it's uh, could be valuable. I'll put it in the show notes too. Uh, right. Yeah. So tell us a little more about this 13 month training. Yeah. What did that? What just did that? Yeah. The yeah. <laughs>
1: so the, this training, I was. Um, There's only this. This program was started in 2015. So there's only, um, so there's only about 35 or 40 of us in the world who've been trained by Patsy to sort of take on her training. Uh, Because the thing about Patsy, you know, she's taught in so many universities. She's, but nobody, you got to really experience it. You know, you got to experience her. So you spend a month over the course, you spend two months over the course of 13 months with Patsy. um, And, you know, you work with her every single day. So you're working on Breath, body, voice, her fundamental warm-ups, her texts, you know, or sorry, Greek texts, Shakespeare texts. She's Mm -hmm. an expert in Shakespeare. Sonnets, you know, all of that stuff. And you do that over the course of two months. Um, And then you have reading materials in between. So it was an incredible, I was like, I was, it was blown away. Mm -hmm. I mean, What are the things
0: that this is drawn from? beyond her experience and all the rest of just your her I gotta sister. tell you yeah
1: it's her I mean you you have at you exper- you work with an Alexander teacher um, I know you had taken okay. Alexander uh, it's really, I think Alexander technique is super important for the actor mm-hmm. uh, so you work with an Alexander teacher a little bit but everything is her work that she's developed over the last god 40 years uh, so I'm trained exclusively in her methodology.
2: And the 30 month is on. Well, besides Alexander, you mentioned it, you mentioned this right now. And is there any acting involved? Mentioning Shakespeare or, or?
1: so? This is interesting. This oh, yeah. is an interesting question. So, is there acting involved? So you're getting up and you're doing texts, right? So Shakespeare. We did Rape of the Lock. We did other texts, sonnets, poems. And I would say yeah, you know, your actor, you're tapped into your actor for sure, mm-hmm. but it's not the actor that's not you. So it's sort of the actor and you are one <laughs> if that makes sense, Definitely, you know. Yeah, As an actor, sense. I think that it yeah. might resonate, right? Mm-hmm. And before that, I had amazing training and I just had such an incredible experience at Michael Howard. But you can only – there are only a handful of times that you can really – that you're like, oh, I'm, like, one with my actor. Like, I'm one with my my person, you know. So, yes, there's acting involved, but it's not, like, okay, let's get some sides and mm-hmm. do it, you know, which I also love doing as an actor. I think that's super valuable and fun and great. But it's very much about who you are in your actor, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: What are some of the ways you, you find your way into that?
1: Uh, and find your way into – into
0: In, who you are as an actor. Into
1: who you are as oh yeah. man, right?
0: Yeah. <laughs> How much well, time you got? got? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we got another forty-five minutes. Okay, great. To be exact. Yeah. Um,
1: I don't. You know, that's a really good question. I don't. I don't know if I know the answer. Mm-hmm. I think I have moments where I feel really, as an actor, uh, I feel really connected mm-hmm. to sort of that authentic actor self. I have moments. It is certainly not all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, but I know that I will tell you. I think through really good breath work. I think you can tap more into sort of where your emotional life is, Mm -hmm. and where your authentic self is. You know, I think that breath work is really important. I think um, getting in touch. I it's funny. I was having this conversation with an actor the other day. We were talking about how acting is not therapy, but that it is, but it can be therapeutic. It can be cathartic.
0: Sure. Mm -hmm.
1: Right. So we all know this. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, All the time. Mm -hmm. I think when you're really tapped into the actor and like you, right, at one, whatever, you're, you're sort of on this path to self-actualization. I think that that's sort of the way to think about it is that you keep on – you sort of – you take off, right? You get sides or you get a play or whatever. And the more and more that you can find the presence in that character, the more and more you can find where the human condition is, which is, can be simple – right, but obviously very complex, the more and more you can be present into what that authentic experience is for you, both the character and for you, I think you're in a good space. That's my personal feeling.
0: I wonder what stand-up comedians would make of this. Have you ever? Ah, yeah. this is.
1: I'm so glad you brought this up. Uh-huh. I use stand-up comedy. I think stand-up, number one, I think stand-up comedians have one of the hardest jobs in the world.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. Literally. That's why there are so few good ones.
1: Period. End of. Absolutely. I have a yep. very good friend who owns a comedy club, and it's like I go there and I see them perform, and it's. I think that it is incredible skill. Yeah. It, it is an incredible amazing. skill. Yeah. So my feeling about this is that the best stand-up comedians, and I think Eddie Murphy, obviously, you know Eddie Murphy, um, Ch- Robin Williams, Chappelle. Chappelle, Bill Chris Burr. Rock.
0: Yeah, Chris Rock.
1: Seinfeld. <laughs> Kevin
0: Hart. Louis Black. <laughs> Louis right. Black. Black is yeah.
1: They what they what they're masterful at is they're masterful at their bodies. Allie Wong. Absolutely. Her too. She's amazing.
0: Yeah, she's incredible.
1: She's incredible. What they're absolutely masterful at is is connecting with their most authentic self, or what we perceive that to be, and then bringing that to the audience. So how do they do that? Eddie Murphy is such a great example. You see it in his body, right? So we think about what what that famous 1970s special, uh, Delirious.
0: Uh, is no. It, is it dangerous? Dangerous. Yeah. I forgot the name of yeah, it, yeah, yeah, but it's yeah, one yeah. of my favorites. It was it was it 19? I think it was more. Maybe 80s. Yeah, more okay, 80s. Okay, but we know yeah, he's yeah. wearing the but, red yeah. suit, right, the yeah, red totally thing. Right. Okay. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: And what's amazing about him. It was a big deal. Uh, something. It was a big deal, the half of which he could not say today. But, you know, anyway, um, uh-huh. it was, I know, but very, very funny, right? Very, very funny. And my favorite part of it is when he's talking about the family picnic that he goes on or all the relationships with his family members. And in his body, everyone's like, oh, he's, he's doing all this crazy stuff. And I was like, actually, he's not. His body's very released right? Mm. He, there's movement, but you mm. don't see any tension that's unnecessary. His breath is dropped. He's breathing from the belly. Yeah. And any characterization that he's doing is through the voice. It's through the mouth, right? So you see his mouth working a lot, but there's no pushing. There's no, right? He's very present with us. And he's present with us through the body, breath, and voice, mm. which is the most amazing part of it, right? And of course, he's very funny and his timing is amazing, but we're having a really authentic experience with him, and that's what makes him so funny, I think. Wow.
0: I totally I dig mean, this. And what's yeah. come to mind for Beautiful. me is, do you know the band System of a Down?
1: Yes, and I love System of it, a they're Down. They're amazing. Yeah, I got to great. see them
0: live. And uh, I was a, na- a naive kid. Uh, and I thought, oh, this is going to be so hardcore. And of course yeah. it was. But there's Serge. I think he's the vocalist, Serge Tankian. Mm-hmm. And there he is. And he's obviously trained in classical vocals.
1: Absolutely, And he's yeah. not
0: thrashing around uh, and freaking out all of the time. Most of the time, he's incredibly poised while he's singing. And of course he is, because how, how else would he you know, sing that way? You can't. You can't.
1: You can't, right? Because your instrument yeah. is the most important part mm. of your actor and of your person. So any of those people that we really connect with You know, I had a friend of mine said, you know, she was like, you know, all roads lead to Rome, right? Hmm. When we were talking about this work and I was – and I thought to myself, absolutely, right? We're all talking about the same stuff. Our most favorite politicians, our favorite musicians, our favorite actors, our favorite comedians, all of those people, I think – are tapping into this work all the time, which is why we like them so much.
0: We got to get mm. some of this juice for the podcast, Jose. I really yeah. got to find my second circle press. Yes, I you know do. I know. Yeah, you I, should know. Yeah. I know. I'm,
2: I know. I know. I'm really thinking about it. And I've been doing yeah. this podcast with Kevin for I don't know, maybe, maybe this is like my tenth or something. Twenty working years. Together. Yeah, 20, Twenty years. <laughs> it Feels like it. Before the microphone was, oh like, my god, any microphone. Yeah, right. No, no, no. And, and I've been hearing my voice all the time, and.
1: How does that Pretty feel? Much,
2: it's very weird. It's, it's weird. weird, right? Yeah. But, um, most of the time, it, it's, it's not steady. It's like, it's there's always change. Mm-hmm. Uh, the last podcast, well, for different circumstances, it was very fast. Yeah. <laughs> and it's sometimes slow, sometimes my articulation. I mean, all of that together. is like mess up. And uh, of course, you know, I'm, I'm from Venezuela. I'm not a Native American. I wasn't born here, basically. Born and raised. So I've been here for 17 years, and I'm still learning. Sometimes I pay more attention the way I talk. Sometimes is I don't know. So sometimes I just cannot control it. So I just go with it. Right now, this I is... feel like I'm doing fine. But some other times, like, oh, <laughs> I feel like I got a potato in my. Yeah. yeah. But it's yeah. not,
1: you know, I think that this work transcends see, my feeling mm-hmm. about the accent thing. I know what you're saying, mm-hmm. right? And you're like, oh, I don't, do I need that's, you know, American, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think so. I think if you can tap mm-hmm. more into your authentic voice, mm-hmm. you'll feel those kinds of issues. Yeah. Sort of melt away.
2: I'm with you on, you on that. and that, yeah. this, Everything you're saying, I, I, I love your <laughs> <already>. I <laughs> want to read this book.
1: Yeah, you got to read Second Circle, for sure. So
2: you recommend to anybody just begin with the Second Circle. And do you think it's enough to already, even if, if I cannot afford to go to classes yeah. with her, which I love to do with her, to the 13 months yeah. already, you got me already into I know, this.
1: you're like, I want to...
2: Uh, do you think it's enough at, at least to begin with? Just go Absolutely. with the okay. I think
1: you can read that book and I think okay. there are tons of, you know, number one, she comes to do workshops that are like three-day workshops in New York okay. four or five times a year so you could totally do that. You can call registered Rodenberg teachers such as myself to help mm-hmm. you with that work. Okay. You know, it's, we're now, you know, I feel so strongly about her work because it's so practical. I think that's, you know, what kinds of methodology did you learn in school?
2: Yes. um, well, You'd I mean, I, I tap a little bit of everything, but yeah. uh, I mean a little bit of Meissner, depending on yeah, my yeah, teacher. Yeah. It's three. It's a three years program, so oh, wow. I did basically two teachers. There were three, but uh, but I repeated one. On my first year, I was I was working with Elizabeth Ken. Uh, oh, she's great. Yeah, she was she's amazing, awesome. yeah, amazing. Yeah, 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 So yeah. she combines a lot of a stuff. A lot of stuff. So I, I guess she had her own method, you know. I don't even know how to describe her because she was like beyond on everything.
1: She was like, she was right. Amazing. She's an incredible teacher. Yeah. It's yeah. You know, what's interesting about Patsy and I think about this work is that it's so technical. So it's all, you can really start to tap into this stuff immediately. I mean, I, I work with clients. I see a difference in five minutes, you know, because hmm. it's 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 just, we feel it. We know it. Is there something
0: you, know? uh, you could show us that would translate on, onto the podcast mm-hmm. in, a, in a way? Something just yeah. quick? Yeah.
1: So really quickly, ground yeah. your feet, right? <laughs> All Ooh, right. so That's right. There may ground be a little your ambient feet. noise yeah. here, friends. Yeah. You want to ground your feet. Really feel, right, that the floor is supporting the feet. Mm-hmm. And I want you to feel, again, that you feel this sort of – there's a string that's coming through the spine. And this is a little bit Alexander. And that the head is balancing on top of the spine. Put a hand on the belly, a hand on the chest. And notice how you're breathing, right? I also feel that we should not be encouraging the nose breath. I think the the mouth, we need to be breathing more through the mouth because we can access the belly more. And it's this, like, thing that's taken hold, this, like, nose, this only nose breath. I don't know what happened, right? But just, yeah, so you're breathing. Yeah, good. So you're feeling, again, with the mouth slightly Parted open, right? Sort of think about your head just really straight. Even if you can't look at me, that's okay. But you want to bring that chin up just a bit. Your eyes are a bit above the horizon. So even if you're not looking, it's okay. You don't you have to look at me. Yeah. Yeah. Notice breathing from the belly more. You can get a little emotional. It's fine. <laughs> I know, right? You're crying. But say, but even now, right? So Jose, just say one, two, three, four, five. But take a breath before you do it.
2: One, two, three, four, five.
1: Good. And now you take a breath in, and again.
2: One, one two, two, three, four, five.
1: Good. Now say one. One. Take a breath before you do it, though.
2: One. One. Yeah, that was better. It
1: was better, right? One. Now I really want to hear the N in one. One. But now don't don't hold it. Just say the N. N. One. Okay. Yeah, that's okay. <laughs> just let's just hear it. Good. You're doing really well. One. Now breathe before you do it. One. There you go. Right. Better. All right. And now we hear it more.
0: <laughs> and now we're going to get Jose back on the microphone. I know. Be- <laughs> I know. I'm back here again. I know. One, yeah, yeah, yeah. One, one. One. yeah, yeah, yeah. One. One. <laughs> yeah. Right? But right. see what yeah. Notice no, what happens to your
1: mind, right? Mm-hmm. As you start to do that more, right? What happens? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Suddenly we become less anxious, mm-hmm. right? Breathing. We're not breathing from the chest anymore.
0: Yeah. The anxiety oh,
1: yeah. tends to. And it's amazing. And it happened within. And all of a sudden, right? We didn't even hear your accent when you just said the word one. mm True. All right. Right? You know what yeah. I mean? And that's yeah. it. And that's all you need. And you're on right. voice and it's, it's fine. So,
0: it's very similar right. to meditation. I mean, that, that uh, exercise is a very meditative.
1: It's meditative, uh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. The thing about meditation, I love meditation. I think it's great and I think it's really useful. But I honestly, like... If you have 30 seconds before you go into one of the most high-powered rooms of your life, whether that be an audition or a boardroom, you're not taking five minutes to meditate. you got to get your breath down, your feet grounded, Mm -hmm. so you can deliver the most important text of your life, which is why I think Patsy's work is the most practical of what we're talking about because that's what she prepares you for. So even now, this was 30 seconds, you took a breath in, the voice came out.
0: All right. Oh, we should have done this before the show. I what
1: know. We I know.
2: Thinking? i enjoy some no, She wasn't yeah, yeah. articulators or anything like that. Absolutely. Too? Yeah.
1: All of it. All of it. All of it. Well, I mean, I think I feel very confident in my training. I mean, I and the thing is, like, I don't even know if I necessarily believe in accent reduction. Mm-hmm. I think I obviously work with a lot of actors who want to get a standard American accent, which mm-hmm. is what I help them with. Mm-hmm. But I—that's number one. I, there are, you know, it's technical you know it's technical so you could if you wanted to really get rid of stuff you know you could you could utilize certain exercises and do it but i think you're learning a different dialect you know i don't think you want to reduce your accent at all i don't think that's how you think about it mm-hmm. i think the idea of reducing somebody's accent it's like reducing who they are I think it's insane.
0: Right. 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 You're, learning, you know? you're learning I to know. sound like Kenny down the block.
1: Exactly. And but here it's, we are. And like, mm-hmm. you know what? You might need to sound sure. like Kenny down the block for an audition. Like, that's sure. totally cool. Yeah. I'm with you. But then like, you'll learn that language. It's well, a different and, language. And trust you know? me,
0: you don't want to sound like Kenny down the block when you bring yourself out onto the streets of New York City.
1: No. Yeah.
0: No. It marks you.
1: So. And also, you just want to sound, yeah, it marks you. There are a lot of things. It, why does it mark you when you when, when you sound different than who you are? Well,
0: oh, my God, of course. I mean, no, I mean, if you bring like a straight up, uh, you know, a totally middle American accent out into the, out in the streets of New York, people pick that up. That's all. People pick to up. They're going to think you're an actor. They're going to think that you're, or either they're going to realize that you're not from here.
1: And it's amazing yeah. that we're making all of these assumptions, right? You might be right. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I could
0: be full of shit No, no, there, no, but, but it's,
1: it's totally, I think you are. I just think. There's it... a lot of truth to what you're saying, but yeah. notice how that's all, th- we are, we're making those judgments through the voice.
0: Right, right.
1: All of that's through the voice. It's amazing, right? Mm. All of a sudden, we're attributing all of these things to a person who might have a Midwestern accent. Yeah. Because we're hearing it. Right. And that's incredible to think about.
0: Hmm. Oh, that's that is interesting, right?
1: Yeah, if you were an
0: actor, you wouldn't want. To, would you really want to train away your natural? No, you want to pick up a different dialect for your. For your I think craft.
1: taking. I, I agree. Yeah. I think taking away anything that's. I think at the beginning of your training, you always start with where your voice is, where mm. your natural, where mm-hmm. your voice is, and mm-hmm. getting that voice out. Right, doesn't mean it necessarily feels like the most natural thing in the world. Yeah. but it feels authentic. And then if you want to think about different dialects, you want to think about getting a standard American, you want to start to do that stuff mm-hmm. because more roles are available to you right. by all means. But know your voice before you do that is my yeah. feeling.
0: It's funny, standard American, it's almost like network television American. Totally. That's what we I want. mean, it's yeah.
1: there are certain words that mm-hmm. you
0: say you a in a certain, certain way. absolutely. Right.
1: Yeah. But I think more and more especially in television now, you know, I'm in prep for a series we're seeing that diversity is key you know we're seeing that not everybody People like don't. and i think that's cool yeah
0: yeah i agree yeah. it's very interesting <laughs> um oh i had a i had a thought but it, it'll come back to me the um, you you were no did no, you have a no, question? question if you got uh, just, no, yeah yeah go ahead I'll no, say. yeah 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 go ahead
2: uh no no how uh before getting into this technique sure. uh what was your acting training before
1: I am um, so I had gone to the conservatory programs at Michael Howard. Patsy had been in a part of our conservatory mm-hmm. and then our voice teacher was a Chuck Jones guy. I really like Chuck's ideology a lot. I think Chuck is an amazing teacher too um but it, it didn't uh, Pats until I met Patsy mm-hmm. I wasn't in a place for those things to click. I was also very young when I went so yeah. you know I went through training a few years ago so I think I was also in my own life in a better place to take in this knowledge mm. but it was uh, it was through Patsy and through a lot of the workshops shops that she did that i became very passionate about how it affected me
2: right and how long it takes it took for you to really digest everything that you oh my god i think i'm
1: still digesting yeah well yeah, you know of i mean i think i'm learning more stuff every day i think that's what's so cool about this work mm-hmm. is that you keep learning more and more and more all right but I think, honestly, within the first day of working with Patsy, yeah, in the first hour, I, th- I was like,
0: oh! A th- yeah, three-day you know. one of these could be very valuable for everybody. Yeah, they're amazing. Almost everybody, you know? Yeah, totally. I, could, I could see that. Yeah, yeah. for sure.
2: No, I, and, I, and I agree with you. Like, Well, that happens to me when I have my first class with Elizabeth Cameron. Yeah, she's incredible. Oh, yeah. wow. Yeah. Well, and then I, I got classes with Susan Ashton, too. Those, yeah. Those were my, you know, you know... Uh, how say my? How do you say that in English? My masters, my you yeah, your yeah, well, gurus, yeah, you yeah, teachers. I really learned for from both of them, but I did had an experience with uh, on voice and speech. One time, this other teacher, I forget his name. I don't know why. He was amazing. He was covering for another from another teacher, but I, I he was part of the program, but I never was in his class because. We're like forty-five people in mm-hmm, my year only, mm-hmm. and it's a three years program all of that. So it's, you never take the same classes like like any other students. Like we end up in different groups. But I got a couple of dates with this guy, or a week was like with him. And the first class, I was like, wow, why I never yeah. had a, in one class I learned. Or I understood any, everything about voice and speech with him. Just one class. Like I'm of, like everything came together. So
0: it's when amazing. you meet with people like that, it's like, it's wonderful. Well, and you have to put yourself in, the, in a place for it. Uh, I remembered what I was going to say. And in, in writing, they say the same thing. Find your voice. Mm. What does that mean? You don't really know until you start to find it. It's funny. It's almost like a taunt when you're young. People are going, you just have to find your voice. And then it's like.
1: What is my voice? what does this mean right
0: and but it, this is an interesting rather on the nose um, way it sounds like to find your voice and I really I admire it um, I'm really yeah this is this is great that that segment of uh, of the conversation has been great I want to hear about what else you have going on
1: oh no uh, no no no, no. Are we,
0: are, no. I, I, no so you mentioned you have a uh, you're working on a series yeah, coming up yeah, yeah let's so, talk about uh, that.
1: I, I made a short film uh called Sack de Merd, which I think we had talked about maybe yeah, the last time. On, I was on here. A,
0: yeah, that was a that was a different podcast now. Retired. So let's talk about it oh, now okay. uh, so we can get it on to get this. Uh, what tell us again about Sac de Merd.
1: So Sack de Merd. Sack de merd. Sack de Merd. Oh yeah. Sack de Merde, whatever. Um it is a short <laughs> film about the time that I had a one night stand with this guy who had a colostomy bag.
2: Oh, so you wrote it?
1: I did not write it. Oh, okay. I did the story. I had right. two amazing writers, Gabrielle Berberich and Greg Churchak. <laughs> they wrote the screenplay and we shot it and we are successfully we're, we're about to finish our festival circuit we're at about 175 film festivals wow yeah over 50 awards wow. around the world so we're it's been an amazingly i'm amazed wow. <laughs> um it's it's been an incredibly successful run and we're turning it into a series so um yeah so stay tuned i don't have a lot of details about that yet but i it's going to be really cool
0: yeah, and where can people find Sachtemer.com? De... They
1: add, you actually can't find it online oh, yet. No. We're, just, we're not done with but, the circuit yet. But, but you, you do will have a soon. We do have a website, which is Sachtemer.com, uh, S-A-C-D-E-M-E-R-D-E.com. And um, there you can see all of our upcoming screenings, et cetera. We're going to release it online in the next couple of months. Mm-hmm. But for right now, until we're really done with the circuit, we're holding off. Gotcha. Yeah.
0: And what else? Yeah. Uh, well, let's let's go into that story since yeah. it's never been on this podcast. Yeah, totally. Let's hear about the story behind uh, Saktamere de Saktamere, so no, yeah, not yeah, at all. Yeah, yeah. I do
1: not mind at all. It's a awesome. part of me.
0: It's a, it, it, it's a part of me. <laughs> it's a part of you it's and it's going to come. I never had a one-night stand. I'm very interested in uh, it. Never you've had never a one had a one-night night yeah, night stand? Right. Oh, kidding. I was like, wow. He's he's, <laughs> he's going to leave uh, the studio to go have one right now. He's checking his Tinder profile. I know. No, Monziki. we're kidding. We're kidding. But yeah, no, Ariel, tell us the story.
1: So I, uh, I was young and impressionable. And I think maybe I'm still impressionable. I don't know. Um, but I, I was young. And I met this guy at a bar. And he was really, really hot. And um, I went home with him. And he was so charming. And he was, like, so sweet. And, I, and he was, like, if we're going to be real about it, it was, like, a little bit above my pay grade. You know what I mean? Yeah, but, um, wasn't he
0: also British? He was
1: British. Uh, he was British. It was, like, the whole thing. I, You <laughs> know, he should have been God, on the arm of is. a supermodel. Mm-hmm. And I was, like, blown away that he chose me. You know, I'm 4'11", all of these okay, things. but you know he's I mean? so but
0: lovely. Cute. Oh, Beautiful. well, thank you. Beautiful. Thank you. Beautiful. Oh, you okay. guys are but great. We, <laughs> you know. <laughs>
1: you're winding me up. Yeah, yeah sure. <laughs> so so I go home with him, and, and he's – and we're like getting into it, we're like making out. And um <laughs> and he sort of he like gets up, he's like, I'm buttoning your shirt, and he's like, you know, um, I gotta tell you something. And I was like, Oh my god. Oh, and I was shit. like, Here, it comes. Like no, he's got Here the her it comes. Purr. He's Absol- got a Absol- wife well I asked him, I was I was like it was like a testing situation, like mm-hmm. you know. And and I did ask him, I was like, Oh, is you have like somebody at home? He's like, No, 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 none of that, nobody of that. And I was like, Okay, like what's going on? And he says, Well, you know how you go to the bathroom normally? And I said, yes, but I don't want to talk about that right now. Um, and he – so he, unbuttoned, he, unbuttoned his, he unbuttons his shirt and I see this little pouch and he says, this is where I go to the bathroom. And I was like, oh my God, it's – you have a – it's a colostomy back. And he's like, listen, you can leave if you want. No hard feelings. Wow. I totally get it. Oh. It's not a big deal. Like, just get out of here. And I said to myself, No. I'm not gonna get out of here. Like, what kind of person does that make me?
0: Right. Just because he has a, sh- a shit bag. We've all got his- stuff. Man. Everybody's got.
1: Everybody's th- got something. Baggage. Everybody's got baggage, and at least this one I can see. So, um, <laughs> and so, so I'm, I say to myself, you know what, Ariel? You can't just leave because number one, that makes you such a dick, an asshole, if you will, and number two, you know, he's such a nice guy. He's so hot, just. Whatever, just like let it happen, you know. Like, what's the problem? <laughs> and um, so we start getting into it. He's six five, six four, six five, something like that. And I'm obviously four eleven. And the bag was in my face the whole time, oh. it was so bad, it was right? And it's just, like super weird and bad. It was just the whole thing. So it's finally done. We're finally out of the woods. And <laughs> what turns out,
0: I. I- I have to ask you. I got yeah, to. Okay. Oh no, no, finish the story. No, and then no, I'll come that's back. Okay. No, no, finish the story. You can ask. Turns okay. out, turns out.
1: Turns out, so I'm like talking to him. turns out he's this huge dick. <laughs> like an actual <laughs> shitbag. And so we're talking and I'm like, "God, man, I got to ask you. Like, what's the deal with do you have sex?" I mean, I obviously you do.
0: How do you know that he's a, a, a shitbag? So yeah, yeah, okay, yeah.
1: So he says well, I mean, you know, my girlfriend, and I was like, wait, what? Oh,
0: no.
1: Yeah, so he's got a girlfriend. He slept, he slept with the, half the nursing staff at the hospital he was at. He also forgot my name. Oh. It was the whole thing. He was – he ended up being like a real jerk. Oh. Just like a to- – and then he was like, you got to get out. And, you know, he was like making me leave, whatever. And I was uh. like oh. – Oh, no. Such a dick. So then this is, but I was like, you know what? Assholes are equal opportunity employers, you know, because assholes come in all shapes and sizes, including people who don't, who don't utilize their asshole <laughs> in the same way that we do.
0: But yeah, fair enough. You know? You're, yeah. It's, dating is hard. Dating's hard dating is hard, man. Dating is hard in New York. It's hard out there. It's, uh, oh, it's rough. Everywhere. What was, everywhere. Everywhere. Yeah. Everywhere. What was the duration roughly, and I don't mean like to be too It was, like, three and a half
1: hours. It was, like... it, oh, it was, was
0: marathon sex. Oh, my
1: God. Three and a half hours. It t- took forever. He was
0: doing Kundalini yoga. It
1: was, like, and I was just so... I was... You... I was, like, literally three hours, the bag was in my face, not joking. It was It was one of the worst sexual experiences of my life, oh and my. I'm a young lady I'm living so in, s- in NYC, right. so I have more. Uh-huh. Wait for the series. But it's, you know, it's it just... It, yeah. So anyway, we made a movie about it. Right. And yeah. here we are. A
0: very
2: funny
1: movie. Wow. A very funny movie. Thank you. A very you. funny Thank you.
2: Movie. I honestly don't know how I would You don't know what to say.
1: I know. <laughs> I know.
0: That. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, so let's talk a little bit about your, your acting background. Yeah. And, um, uh, and maybe a little more about the festival circuit. Sure. That's a very yeah. interesting thing. It's cool. So. It's been really cool. Yeah. yeah. Um,
1: I So yeah, I actually started in politics way back in the day. And I decided to be an actor Uh, in college and I was – but I finished – you know, I graduated. I went to school in D.C., whatever. I had a – I was working on the Hill and I just really hated it and I decided I want to be an actor. So I moved to New York City. Um, I joined the Michael Howard Studios Conservatory. And I – so that's what was the start of my acting career maybe like nine years ago. And from Michael Howard, I created a one-woman show as Doris Day – As part of the second year conservatory, you pick this Hollywood icon to write and perform a Hollywood moment – or a private moment in his or her life. I chose Doris. And I then made that into a one woman show that ran for about three years off Broadway at the United Solo Festival, off and on. Mm -hmm. And I ended up meeting Doris, which was amazing. Amazing. Um, It was amazing. Tell
0: us about that. Oh
1: my God. So, the, the producer of my show, Gabrielle, who's also the owner of Michael Howard, you know, she said, Hey, there's this birthday party in Carmel. You should go and see if you can, you know, volunteer or whatever. So, I called every day for something like three and a half months, and they never got back to me. And then finally, they said, You know what, listen. You can't volunteer, but why don't you just come as a guest? So, my mom and I flew out to Carmel, California. It was 120 people. And I met Doris at her birthday party in wow. Carmel. And it was one of the most mind blowing, like, holy shit, did that just happen experiences hmm. ever. So, it was really amazing. And then, right after Doris, we went into prep for the movie. And, um, here I am. <laughs> yeah. what was
0: that party like? What was she like?
1: She was the w- most wonderful, the most generous, the warmest woman ever. You know, she knew I was making a show. she wished me luck. she gave me her blessing. um,
0: oh, that's that's darling. Oh, it was I love a story like that. oh,
1: yeah, she was it was everything I wanted. It was everything I wanted from a from. A star of that caliber. Yeah, you definitely. know yeah, that's yeah. an
0: incredible story. yeah. Totally. and then to get to uh, to perform uh, her too. Oh. what was the intimate moment? What was the thing in her life that you performed?
1: i I did a moment, I don't know if anybody's ever asked me that actually yeah. who hasn't seen the show, but I did a I did a moment where she was talking to Rock Hudson and she was sort of sorting her life out. So it's about preparing for this dinner party that she but she can't cook. And but Rock Hudson's there with her, and she's trying to sort of figure all this stuff out, but she can't. She just, it doesn't happen. And you know, you hear about her husbands, you hear about her mom, you know, you hear about her life. But it's it's a comedic interpretation of of all of that stuff too. So I wanted to capture her comedy it was very very important to me. Uh, so is that yeah. story?
0: Was it based on a true story? Something about a no, or you sort of imagined
1: no. My the one woman the the private moment that I had originally chosen was literally she's preparing for a dinner party, but she doesn't know how to cook. And it, I drew from that – I think probably Doris Day could have cooked. But I drew from that because she was somebody who was so successful at a very young age and it sort of carried her for a while. But all she really – and I think this is so – it's very – a lot of stars of this generation struggled with this, particularly women. You know, she – wanted a family she wanted stability. she wanted a husband who she could go home to, and that never really happened for her. She was married four times mm. and um her son died in oh four. she had one son and her marriages were troubled for sure. and I think that that domesticity she sort of missed the boat, right she was she got really famous really early and she was pregnant at seventeen and in Hollywood at eighteen kind of thing you know yeah, and for sure. I wanted to capture that element
0: hmm, cool yeah 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 and then that all leads you to the the shitbag movie the
1: shitbag movie which was a which we veered away from <laughs> right, right, right. oh
0: no, wonderful the, yeah the, and then and then that movie goes on to this uh, festival circuit mm-hmm. so tell me about that what's that experience been like have you been traveling to oh the different yeah fests it's, and everything? it's amazing cool. i mean
1: it's to have appreciation for a movie that you've put you know i spent two we spent two years working on that thing you know it's it was an incredible, it's been incredible. I mean, it's like the people are generous. They're lovely. It makes you, it makes you want to stay in the industry because every other day you might not want to. You know, I mean, it's, it totally affirms the, the process that you made making this really, really hard thing that you put everything into. Uh, so I've had an incredible time. Yeah.
0: What were some of the highlights? I mean, I know you don't want to pick on certain festivals. No, but... I will, though.
1: It's okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, wanna... I'll totally plug <laughs> yeah, certain yeah, festivals. I wanna hear... <laughs> yeah, I want to hear yeah. – The Manchester Film Festival in England, uh, Manchester Internationals, where we premiered our short. It was an incredible – like, the, I couldn't have asked for more. It was a great, great experience. Uh, Block Island Film Festival is great. Julian Dubuque, Sioux City –
0: You got the hat. Block Island. Block Island.
1: I know, I'm wearing the Block Island hat. Um,
0: Where's Block Island?
1: Block Island is off the coast of Rhode Island. Uh huh. And it is a lovely, lovely island, and I highly recommend going. Um, And that film festival, I loved that film festival. It was their first year. And they could not have been nicer and more generous and more lovely. So, so what does it
0: look like? You you get put into a block of short mm-hmm. films. Mm-hmm. and Usually. Then, and yeah, and then they run. And uh, what's do
1: that? a Q&A q after. Oh, right,
0: and you go up on stage yeah. and do a, do a q and Yeah. Do you have, like, like an annoying Q&A question, one that you would now?
1: Can I tell you something? Like no. yeah, yeah, I mean, like, you know, if some you know somebody asked me once, you know, I have a catheter, will you go out with me? And I was like, eh.
0: During, during uh, a yeah, Q&A. Q-A that, yeah, they yeah, ask you yeah, everything. Yeah, that, They're like, yeah, who are you
1: dating? What's going on? Yeah, and I'm like, yeah. I kind of uh, get it, though. Yeah. And I don't mind talking about it, actually. So um, I I love talking about the movie. I mean, yeah. I think people who are like, ugh, I'm so sick of it. It's like, eh. Fuck you. You made a movie. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like never, enjoy it. Enjoy it. Enjoy the It could never the, happen ex- again. It could I mean, never you, happen you, again. You, enjoy you know? It. Yeah. And I totally get it. I've seen that movie maybe a thousand times, oh. and I have to tell you, I don't care. I will watch it a thousand more times and take a thousand <laughs> more questions. Like I'm so I thrilled that. that I people, love that attitude. Like, Absolutely. I love it. Um, That's the best. I don't
2: know if the word is obsessed, but I'm like that with any movie, even with my own stuff. Yeah. And it's just because, you know, it's like I used to write poetry when I was a kid and I, then I come back after many years about to these poems sometimes I was like what the hell is this but sometimes other times, like wow did I really write this yeah totally I mean, it's, it's the same thing with movies like or anything you have done you just get to see your different stuff with yourself all the time and I love it
1: it's great yeah, it's great and you not? put your heart and soul into it and somebody yeah, showed exactly. up to your screening and bought a ticket yeah. and got some popcorn and sat their ass down <laughs> yeah. and wants to talk to you about your movie. That's awesome. That's awesome. <laughs> it is I agree.
0: It's amazing. I, 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 it's the same for plays. I used to dread those uh, yeah. talkbacks and all the rest. And now I think if I, when I go, come back with my my new play, uh, it's I'm going it to bring a different approach to it. Totally. I think I was younger and I was maybe and bringing it. a bit of a combative approach and now I'm, I'm a little more ready to embrace, yeah, what it I'm, is. I mean, the
2: we're, I know we're in your short film right now. And I don't want to, but like, I always keep questions and uh, more about the technique. When when did you find yourself like, coming that back you to have, the technique? No, no. One no, of no, well, my thing it, is, like, I'm yeah. very curious because you look very confident and uh, like you know what you're doing. You like it feels like you have joy in your life right now. In anything you're doing. I, I, and I Jose really... and I
0: have no joy in our lives. It's, <laughs> ever. We have become ever. podcasters. We've well, become the lowest feels that way. of the low. Little little rats, the rats in the, the, in rodents, the corner right, of media. Right. I, <laughs> <laughs> I think, I'm, no, I'm not have, making I have, a have, joke, Joey. You've <laughs> got joy? <laughs> <laughs> okay, wait a way. Go well, on. I have joy.
1: Go on. Yeah. No,
2: but um, uh, when, uh, when did you understand your? how was your voice? Like, oh, this is my voice finally. Like, when you click in, like, oh, finally, this is my voice. How do you feel?
1: I don't think. Here's the thing. I don't think it's about a sound. I think it's mm-hmm. about a feeling. Yeah. And yeah, that feeling is being very is presence.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: The feeling is I feel very present with yeah. both of you. I feel that I'm talking, I'm meaning what I say as I say it. I feel that I'm talking my truth. I feel like I'm talking and I'm talking directly to you, and that's how you want to feel. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's not about the actual voice. You know, I think that we have this thing. And I hear from so many different kinds of people, all of my clients who are like, God, anybody who comes to me usually says there's an issue, right? 99.9% of the time, there's nothing wrong with their voices. Mm -hmm. There's nothing wrong. Really, and it's because somebody told them, "Oh, your voice sucks, or your voice right. you're too quiet. You sound quiet.
0: shrill, or you, you... sound you... shrill. Yeah, yeah. We
1: say the shittiest things about people's voices. Mm. I don't know when that started. I don't know how that started. It makes me upset, obviously. But it's it's so crazy to me that we criticize that we and we do it at a very young age. Mm. You know, what the voice starts to you know the voice develops. We're born with these beautiful, amazing voices. Our breath systems are working. And then down the line, we have these things that people do or say to us. And we start to build up these defenses. And the voice and the breath are the first things, I think, that take a massive, massive impact. Mm. So 99.9% of the time, never 100% of the time, the voice, right? It's not, it's not their fault what's, what's sort mm. of going on. And we say the craziest shit. So people become less present. People want to disconnect for very obvious reasons. So I know that my voice is, that I'm feeling good about my voice when I feel like I'm not pushing, that I don't feel like I'm trying to overpower somebody, that I'm just trying to sit down and have a true dialogue about what we're talking about. You know? Mm,
2: Yeah. And
1: that's what. And by the way, that's what all of our favorite presidents do. Sure, it's fun to go. Yeah, it's fun to be
0: around. Uh, And you know, it's interesting. I'm I'm paying attention to the way that you're you're carrying yourself, and it is sort of obvious. Uh, It was. It's nice to see too that you brought you brought yourself here, and this is not this is not radio voice for you. No, it's pretty natural. You do what I mean. Yeah, yeah. So, and I think that comes over um do you have another question yeah, about no, no. The I, was, I mean it's yeah. just
2: it's like she's answering me it's just it's connect you're connecting you know like all of the dots that i've been experiencing yeah. or, or searching by myself in different ways through my acting career i've been therapy many years of my yeah. life because my parents are therapists all of that i mean uh, through, actors through yeah. different ways yeah. i've been taping those kind of things and looking for that you know for that voice and i agree with you it's not the sound of it it's like it's is that reading, how you feel about yourself. It's all of that together. and uh, But, yeah, I think I needed to meet you. And hear <laughs> uh, this is why we Yeah,
0: we have the Get This Podcast at getthispodcast.com. You can find us on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever you find your podcasts. Give us five stars on iTunes if you like it. Uh, and then we always have show notes, too. So there, are, there will be links and things and, uh, and a funky picture um, of uh, ariel um on the uh on the website at getthispodcast.com. and we're not quite done yet uh ariel i wanted to ask yeah. could we talk for the last 10 minutes uh about like new york dating and really dish <laughs> yeah. on Let's do it. what the fuck is going on <laughs> and, you know, and yeah what can and i tell and you I have, I have to yeah, take some ownership i yeah.
1: And the ownership that I need to take is that I'm like, oh my god, these guys are crazy. Oh my god. And then I realized it took a moment and I was like, you know what? I'm a little out there too. <laughs> and I, you know, I don't know. <laughs> and yeah. I don't I don't have any answers. I don't have any answers. I, I this I think we're on a small island.
0: <laughs> and
1: Farewell. I think we're all on the hustle.
0: Mm-hmm. And I think
1: it's really hard. And I think that, you know, I had a guy actually text me on Saturday for very good reasons, being like, sorry, I don't... It was our first date. (laughs) And he goes, sorry, I don't want to date you. And I totally... I have to tell you, I don't think I wanted to date him either. Was it it after? It was after.
0: After first date. When was the first date? That day. That day. Oh, yeah. That's never fun.
1: But it was... We were set up by friends. We were both, like, pushing. We were both looking for it. We were both trying to make it work. And it just wasn't. Mm. And... I was so appreciative that he was so direct with me because I think the worst thing... Ooh, sorry. The worst <laughs> thing about dating is that is the ghosting thing. Oh, uh, yeah. I think that yeah. the directness, I'm like, hey, man, that's totally cool. We're not all things to all people. You know? It's fine. We don't need to date. It's fine. Yeah, but nice to not, meet you. If I nice see you, uh, you at a party. I'm sure we'll be... We'll... we'll bump into fine. each other. It's fine. See
0: you at a Starbucks. See
1: at a Starbucks. Life's going to go on. Yeah. This is not the end of the world. Right. It's fine. Mm-hmm. And... But the issue is is that when they don't, when you're like confused, like, do you, when they don't, text, all this other shit, you know, that's what makes dating really hard because they're not using direct language to bring, bring it, all back, right? It
0: <laughs> comes back. They're not in the second circle. They're not. They're not saying second directly. Circle. If that's somebody the name said of the episode. to you,
1: hey, the thank you. Story. Good. Yes, yeah, yeah, no, yeah, but you have to credit oh. Patsy. Oh. Uh, okay. Um, all right. But, you know, if somebody said to you, like, you know, hey, you seem like a great person, but I don't think this is working. You could be like, you know what? Okay. But this this weaving that we do, this and we we do it in all areas of our life, not just at, not just in dating. We do it. We're like, we're not going to talk to that person. We're talking. Uh, it's yeah. passive. It's uh-huh. too aggressive. You know, it's not present, and that's the issue with dating. Hmm. By me.
0: Wow. I'm going to think a lot about that. So how do yeah. you handle? Do you do you work like attempt to bring that to your dating life?
1: Well, I haven't, but now, <laughs> to be honest, I think I I haven't. Me either. Oh my god, hey, I haven't. I mean, no. steps. I mean, it's steps. Like, no, but this is
0: smart. I mean, I haven't. You know, I've let's... been trying
1: to be like a different version of myself. <sighs> I've been trying to be like the oh, most well. interesting person, which is not even that interesting because it's like my version of interesting, which is you know, it's like acting, right? Yeah, and um. I, I, I'm not doing that anymore. I'm also taking, like, I'm taking a respite. I'm taking a break from dating. Um, but I, you know, you got to bring you. They want you. And if they don't want you, you don't, you, they're never going to want you. Don't force yeah, it. That's it's no like, it's, it's auditioning, uh-huh. you know?
0: Mm-hmm. Ooh, exactly. Dating yeah. is auditioning. Dating yeah. is auditioning. Yeah, yeah you're actually you know? Right. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Yeah. yeah. Well, mm-hmm. Curious. Kind interesting. <laughs> so, yeah. as a woman especially, you mentioned ghosting being an issue. Is there is there anything else that that the fellas might not know uh, that would be of interest? Now,
1: here's the thing, like the dating thing. I like, I, you Wait, know, did- if you like somebody, you know, if you don't, don't try to be anything. Don't try to be. Don't like we're all on all the time. I get yeah, it, yeah. but it's we're just trying. I'm just trying to honestly. You want to go home to somebody who makes you laugh and is nice to you. Yeah. and you want to have sex with sometimes, you know what I yeah, mean? Like right. that. I mean, what else do you really? What else are you really looking for?
0: That, not a hell of a lot. Not, not a lot I mean, more, yeah, you know. Yeah, and somebody that, takes, that travels well. Yeah, to travel hopefully with that person yeah. has
1: a job. You know, right. all yeah, of those jobs things. Are good. You know, yeah. but you want to you want to be able to connect with somebody, and I think you know within thirty seconds if you're connecting with that person, if you're not.
0: What is it about us, and well, in this culture of on all the time, what is that?
1: I think that we're scared.
0: That's a good answer. Definitely. I
1: think we're really scared. I agree. All the time. I think we're walking around in fear. Yeah. I think it's – and I myself included, by the way. I do Mm -hmm. not – I 100% do this also. You know, it's – we're walking around trying to be a better version of ourselves because we think that's what people want out of us. Because I don't know if it's New York City. I don't know if it's this generation. I don't know if it's – maybe it's a combination. It's – we're always feeling that for some reason – and Patsy talks about this too – we are not enough, mm-hmm. and it becomes a big problem.
2: Yeah, uh, curiously, I was just I wish this is this was in English, but I was watching this tech talk in Cordoba, in Argentina, and this lady, she's a Lacanian psychoanalyst, and she was just talking about all of this, like like. All of these, like, superhumans we want to be lately, like, super spiritual, the best one, and uh, be happy all the time, um, be successful all the time, have the best sex, like, all of that. It's like, we're the superhumans. Like, if you're, if you're never tapping that intensity, then you're miserable, you know? Right. And that's impossible. That's, yeah. you know, you cannot do that. Well, the standards. And everybody's are so high. just dragged into this kind of craziness.
0: Lately. I think this gets back to something you said, um, Ariel, about the uh, uh, why we make fun of people's voices. And I think a hell of a lot of all of this stuff has to do with media and the yeah. way that uh, the television and um, such as it is, and now even social media uh, transmits uh, what's the word? It uh, raises certain voices, certain types. And then, if you fall out of that norm, you're you're at risk of mm. falling into the weird or whatever. Yeah, and we're then, hearing yeah, absolutely. Yeah. The so, Kim
1: Kardashian vocal fry. Well, <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. you know
0: yeah, yeah. And, yeah. Bradley Cooper. It's just interesting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then and then you know if you're if you don't have the right um, set of things and if you're not. Sort of focused on keeping up with all of that garbage that everybody else deems is important, then you can fall away pretty quickly. Um, I didn't expect to be just nearly turning thirty-seven and already feeling the world fade away as you know they get younger and younger. Do you know? Yeah. Uh, it's a it's a really trippy thing to watch. You know, suddenly you're that guy on the on the corner going, "Get off my lawn!" You know, and you can but you're you're on, you know. Yeah, you're totally. on Instagram. I can feel it happening. The other thing too is like just straight up, this is a it's a scary time right now in America.
1: Yeah, and Jeez. so in
0: addition to the anxiety we have about ourselves, you know, we've got um, you know the the world at large. I want to, I want, but that was that was a great answer. I completely agree. Yeah. We're walking around scared. We're not using our voices. We're afraid people will judge us and not you know totally. uh, think that we're enough. But guess what? I'm guessing if you start bringing your real self. Things will probably start to pick up. It'll and make turn it around. easier for you. Yeah,
1: you know, it'll just makes it. It makes life a lot easier.
0: I'm gonna think yeah. a hell of a lot about that for real. What are what are what's maybe like one thing in closing that people can do like in their day to day lives uh, Breathe around presence? Breathe from presents. the belly. Breathe from the, Breathe belly. From
1: the belly. Get with yeah. Get down. You know, this is in. I'm sure this is in Patsy's books too. Before you go to bed at night, lay down. Put your feet. You know, in the supine position, so the knees are facing the ceiling, bottom of the feet on the floor. And breathe from the belly. Notice what's happening. And do that every night. And after a week, see how you feel.
0: And this episode is called Breathe from the Belly. Breathe
1: from the Belly. And that, yes.
0: The second circle. <laughs> breathe from the belly. And and where can people find you again?
1: arielhallersilverstone.com
0: All right. Yeah. And uh, I'm Kevin Kautzman with my co-host, Jose Ignacio Gomez. And this from is the, the belly. <laughs> Ariel, will you, will you come back on when you release the, absolutely. the series? Absolutely. Right.
1: I'd be happy to. Brilliant. Thank you for having yeah, me.
0: Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for coming on. And this is Get This yeah. Podcast. You can get it at getthispodcast.com. Thanks. All right. Ciao. Breathe oh. from
2: the, breathe from the, breathe from the belly. <laughs>